Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of A Little Jaded. We have a super exciting episode. If you're watching the video, as you can see, it's just me and Joanna, because we are here to talk to you today as graduates of undergrad receiving our bachelor's degrees. We are here to talk to you and give you give you some advice about, you know, where where to go next, how to take advantage of college while you're in college, and then just everything under the sun about college and the music industry and finding your way. So we're super excited to be with you. I'm going to toss it over to Joanna for her intro. Yeah. Hi, guys. I am really excited about this episode, but also keep in mind that we also sometimes don't know what we're doing. I feel like nobody really is ever like, like the advice that we give you is definitely from our perspective. And I think that that's something to take into account that everybody's experience is going to be completely different. And we're going to explain kind of where we are right now and like the crossroads that we're at and like, you know, trying to figure out like what the heck do you even do after you graduate? Because, you know, everything is scary. We're all, we're all freaked out. We're all like, okay. Everyone's terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not terrified. They're lying. (laughs) Yeah. I think everybody is a little bit scared about like, what the heck is my future going to look like? Like, this is a really, it's a really important time. Like whether you're listening and you're a junior and you're thinking about what's my life going to be like next year when I'm about to graduate and I'm figuring out where I'm going to go or you're similar to Jade and Jade's going to talk about her experience and like figuring out like, what school I'm going to continue going to after I graduate with my bachelor's, whether you're going to law school like Jade or whether you're, you know, getting a master's degree in something. I think we just wanted to make this episode because this is kind of where we're at. And we know that there are a lot of you who are probably in similar situations and are trying to figure it out. So again, take all of our advice with a grain of salt, but also we hope that you relate to it. So yeah, let's just get into yeah. it, I guess. Jade, do you want to well, talk yeah. about where you're at? Yeah, of course. Like Joanna said, yeah, we're we're obviously not always right, but these are our experiences through our own subjective lenses. And but if it helps you along your way, then then we're happy. So yeah, I am a second semester senior um, at Duquesne University. I am in about to graduate in two months, actually on May 5th. I'll be a graduate of the, what is, I don't even know what our business school is called. I forget what it is. <laughs> business school at Duquesne University in finance and information systems. If all goes well, cum laude, as long as we keep it going. So yeah, I and I'm really excited to do that. I think that this obviously when you're when you're heading down and you can see the last two months, you just cannot believe. In my personal opinion, I cannot believe that it went that fast. I mean, some people will disagree yeah. and they'll be like it went super slow. But for me, with I was in I was at a different school my freshman year and it was way too big, so I transferred. But I transferred right in the middle of COVID. So I didn't even get to experience my sophomore year on campus. So the first time that I hit the Duquesne campus as a student was my junior year. So in a way, I was kind of upset that, you know, that that happened, but it also gave me a lot of time to to work on Jaded and that's when we really got it off the ground and things like that. So yeah, it's just, it's all a completely different experience, but I am really, really excited. And obviously 
you know, balancing, balancing college and the music industry and, and trying to have a job because we know that some of the entry-level jobs in music aren't paying. So you might have to have a second job with that, or even a third job in some cases. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's not, it's not easy, but that's what we're here to talk about. But I'll let Joanna finish her process before we jump into the balancing act that is college and the music industry. Yeah. And also quick, disclaimer we are recording this in february and we're going to be releasing this in may so by now we have already graduated all of these decisions that we're kind of like letting you know about that we're kind of at crossroads about and figuring out hopefully by then we have to figure it out (laughs) but yeah my experience has definitely been very interesting because i also transitioned to a new school during covid because i was at a community college and i was at my last semester at community when covid hit and i was at a point where i was kind of not super happy with my major and i was about to transfer to a university which is where i go now i go to san jose state university and i'm going to be receiving a bachelor's degree in public relations which i really love but yeah at that point i was just very like i didn't really know what i was going to be doing i was like oh my god like i've never stepped foot on this university and most of my classes were online so it was just a really weird transition period for me and yeah i don't really know what else to say (laughs) that's no i think you you covered that perfectly. You know, that's, that was your experience. And I'm, I'm, I forgot that we both transferred. That's, that's definitely yeah, something and, that's unique to us, but. Yeah. And another like big thing also is that I, this is my fifth year, but I am a senior because I did, I did three years at community college because I, like I said, I was never really happy with my major and I changed my major in the spring of 2021. That's when I, flipped that's when I met Jade and we started doing Jaded that's when I decided that this is what I wanted to do and it was definitely really weird doing that during the pandemic and I think now I'm so grateful that everything's you know in person I kind of have a normal college experience in a way because I get to go to school in person but it's also been a weird challenging thing because like I said, I'm a public relations major. And a lot of the things that we study in PR has to do with tech or sports, like things like that, because that's really what's popular in my area in like the Bay Area, which is in Northern California. Um, And that's not what I want to do. A lot of our projects are very focused around like, say you're working for a tech company. And I'm like, I don't want to work for a tech company. (laughs) So it's really weird in that way. Yeah. And a lot of the experiences that I've had have been outside of school. Like you were saying, like, sometimes you have two jobs, sometimes you have three jobs. Like, sometimes I've had, like, four, I think. And it's a lot, but it's kind of what I felt like I've had to do because I haven't had those experiences in school. And so now that I'm leaving school, I'm kind of, well, not kind of, I'm really excited because I'm not going to have, you know, something that's taking time away from me being able to do work that I really, really love. Like if I had time to completely dedicate to Jaded or to completely dedicate to like an outside job, I feel like I would be thriving. But we're going to talk a lot about mental health in this episode. But yeah, mental health wise, it's really it's really hard to find that balance. And I've I've been struggling with that for the past two years since I transferred. Like it's never I don't think it's ever really gotten easier I think I have a little bit more experience in managing multiple things so it's you know I'm a little bit more used to it but it's still hard 
Absolutely. Yeah. No, the balancing act is something that I did not pick up on. And I don't think that I would have picked up on unless if it weren't for being stuck at home for, you know, a year instead of being on campus, because I, I mean, granted, I didn't, I didn't have a social, social aspect to throw into that, to that balance, but it gave me so much time to, like I said, work on jaded, work on school, you know, like excel in school and, and have, have Jada get off the ground and be able to do some work. I don't know if I had a job there. I did actually. I worked retail, but anyway. The retail? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I had a server job, so also not fun. Yeah, and it, it, it's not. But like, I think that these those experiences in, in college, they definitely teach you a lot about about balancing your work and balancing balancing everything. So I'd say, I mean... In in your college experience, I definitely say like my my piece of advice for like people that are like freshmen, sophomore, juniors in college, or even like a senior in your first semester, just take it all in and just really, really enjoy it. But also don't forget that you're like there for you're there for school and you're there to become an adult. And I think that it's it's all probably overused. And I feel like I probably sound like a parent when I'm saying this, <laughs> but but it's really, it's teaching you how to grow up and it's teaching you how to be an adult. Like you, you walk into college as a child and you know what I mean? Like you, you still want to, at least in my experience, like you still want to go home and you still want to see your parents and you miss your bedroom and, and things like that. And you're, you're stuck in the room with a total stranger most, some of the time, like sometimes you know them, but more often than not, it's a complete stranger that you're now rooming with and you're just like, what is even happening? Um, And you're trying to, you're like, whoa, I have this. Because in my experience, I I was like, I got to college and I was like, there's nobody here to like, tell me what time I have to go to bed, like when I should do my homework, if I have to go to class, like what I, what, like, when should I be eating? You know, like, like yeah. I, there's nobody here at the dining hall, like telling me they're like, yeah, you want another slice of pizza? Go for it. Like it's yeah. all swipe in you. That's your payment. You know what I mean? So like. I'd say don't let the lack of control, like the lack of other people controlling your life control you in a way, because mm-hmm. that's where you just kind of like you, you have to have a little bit of the time where you go, you go crazy and you go wild, but in a, in a fact, in, in the fact, but in a contained, in a contained way, if that, yeah. that would be my advice is like, go, go wild and go crazy and enjoy it, but in a contained manner where you're still getting your stuff done because there's there's two ends of the spectrum and I've been on both like not doing anything because you can't believe this like this concept of college exists where there's nobody here to tell you what time to go to bed and if you have to go to class and then this other side of the spectrum where it's like I'm gonna work my butt off and if I don't have a 4.0 I'm gonna cry and like I've been on both sides and I love the middle the most like I love the middle so enjoy the middle yeah that's my yeah. And I think it's cool because I think we have two different perspectives in that way because I never left home. I still currently live at my family home because when I was choosing schools, for me, it was just easier to go to the one that was close to home because I live in San Jose, California. I have for pretty much my entire life. I think we moved at one point and then we came back. So I don't count that. I pretty much count as like born and raised, always here, San Jose. And I go to San Jose State University, like I said, and that is literally a 15 minute drive, 
more if there's traffic like from my house and it's been like that since I was like seven years old I've lived in this house for like over half of my life now and it is like that in itself is a privilege because I feel like I have been able to in a way like remain like obviously like I do my own things it's it's still great being able to you know go to school do all that come back but in a way you never really leave this environment where you're coddled and I feel like I have had that experience where I am itching to go out and to be an adult but then I know the second I get there I'm gonna be like what the heck (laughs) I'm gonna be like I am not used to this and it's like you said like you need to figure out like okay I am in charge of me at this point and I think college is a really great point where even just in terms of like the teachers, most of the teachers are not like the teachers in high school where they're going to be on you. Like, why haven't you turned this in yet? You need to turn this in. The professors most of the time are going to just be like, you're here to do you and I'm here to do me. So I'm not going to be on, I'm not going to be on your butt and I'm not going to be telling you like you need to turn this in and remind you a billion, billion times. There are some really great professors who really care and will be like super lenient and super accepting. But I've heard a lot of people who they just because they don't have the structure like you did when you were younger that you just kind of fall off in that way. Yep. And, you know, you don't have your, like you create your schedule. So exactly. because you're the one creating it, a lot of times you're, you know, you slack off. You're like, oh, I'll do this later. Like you're on your own agenda. And I think that that's yep. great. When you're an adult, like aside from, you know, going to work from the X amount of time to X amount of time, like everything really is your own agenda. But I think it is also your responsibility to still prioritize the things that need to be prioritized. 100%. Because while you're young, this is kind of like that again, that transition period where you yeah. have to figure it out. And like, even though yeah. I'm so lucky to still live at home and I don't have to, I don't have to go away and like live in a dorm with strangers I still have to try and practice what it's going to be like for when I have to when I have to go because I feel like everybody's like I can't wait like I know I said at the beginning of the pod but like I can't wait to go and like I can't wait to work but at the same time we're in this bubble where we're students Uh and when you were giving advice something that I thought of is like take advantage of being a student yes because Trust me, if you start a LinkedIn message or an email or a DM, like I'm a student and I'm asking for help, people are automatically like, oh, you're a student? Oh, I'm, I'm like, of course I want to help you. And I feel like yes. the second you graduate, you kind of lose that little that little hack. Like I feel yeah. like use the term student to your advantage because people are more likely to want to help you because they know that you're in this transition period. They know that yes. you're in a period where you are not an expert and you need help. And that's something that kind of stresses me out, like thinking about graduating, because I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can't say like, I'm a student, and I want to learn about this and this, because like, again, I don't think anybody really has everything together ever, no yeah. matter what stage you are in your life. But I feel like there's this weird expectation that's thrown on you as soon as you graduate to have everything together. And I don't think that that is necessarily the case. Even if someone looks like they have everything together, they probably don't. Yeah. 
Well, and I think you also brought up a really, really great point that actually triggered something for me to give advice to like seniors in high school or freshmen or even sophomores. I mean, it's really not too late for anybody, to be honest, except maybe second semester seniors. But you know, take it like when Joanna was saying, take advantage of the fact that you're a student in terms of LinkedIn messaging and stuff. I can't even tell you how many internships that you could look up and they are looking for students. They are only yeah. looking for students. Sometimes they're not even, they don't even want recent grads. They just want students. So the leg up that it gives you to apply to these, these internships early. And I'm talking like one thing that I wish that I did, but again, I wasn't really like, I had no idea what I wanted to do in like freshman year and like even still sophomore year. I was like, okay, is this what I really want to do? And honestly, there were no virtual internships until COVID hit really. And, but anyway, my point is that use that, use that as leverage and start applying as early as you possibly can. You know, if they want freshmen, if they want sophomores, apply the the minute that you can, because even if you don't get it, the chances are if you apply every semester, like spring, summer, and winter for an internship. So by this point, this is the sixth time that your name has circulated through the same internship. They're more likely to give you an interview. And even if you don't get the job at that point, you can still talk to those interviewers later, like on LinkedIn, you can connect with them and you can talk to them. And then that may eventually lead to a job. So what I'm saying is take advantage of the fact that you're a student right now and apply for internships like crazy like crazy, you know, even if you're virtual, like I'm in Pittsburgh and New York and LA are like, it's a six hour drive to New York and it's a four and a half hour flight to LA. I don't even know how long it is to drive, but I imagine it would be over a day. So like, you know, it's like, you don't have to be in these cities, you know what I mean? Like to, to get a virtual internship. So apply, apply, apply. Even if your college isn't one of the big name music industry colleges, apply. Yeah. They will recognize your name and you're more likely to get something later on down the line. Yeah. And I think that applying to internships is so scary. I mean, like I said, like the area that I live in is not music forward at all. Like I'm about an hour away from San Francisco and San Francisco has a lot of really great opportunities. But if I'm living in San Jose, like making that commute, even that is like really hard. And I think because of COVID, like you said, like there's so many more internships that are open to everybody. My first internship that I ever had, it was my first internship and it was my first internship in music. It was actually based in Florida, which is completely different time zone and also literally on the other side of the country. And there's no way that I wouldn't have gotten that if I didn't just, first of all, just apply. And two, obviously COVID was like in my favor. And I think now, even though we're, in a spot where there's more things happening in person and there's more opportunities in person. There's also so many opportunities now that are online that you normally wouldn't be able to get even full-time positions. There's a lot of full-time positions that they might require you to come into the office a couple times, but even then like they're totally fine with hiring somebody remote. And I think that that's something that is so great. And it's, I think right now is such an important time to, like you said, like hop on it, especially if it's not necessarily in the field that you're 100% down for. For me, I was pretty much like I had my eyes on, like I wanted to do something in marketing and I still am really, really interested in doing stuff in marketing. But the first internship that I had gotten was in promotion. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't really know. Like, what if I'm not 
great in this area. I was just kind of nervous about it because again, that wasn't my ideal, quote unquote, ideal internship that I wanted, but I still took it. And I'm really happy that I did because I still learned a lot. And that's one internship that I still am able to say, like I had that internship. And I can 100% say that that internship helped me get my next internship, which helped me get my next one. And they were all completely different. And I was just in a Zoom call with somebody who is a tour manager for a really awesome band. And she was saying that in college she was chasing a completely different internship every semester and it wasn't because she was doing it for the networking aspect she was more so doing it for the learning aspect and figuring out what is it that I like and what is it that I don't like and I think when you're a student you have that opportunity to figure out what it is that you excel at and what it is that you are not necessarily in love with like yeah For me, I actually really loved the promotion internship. And that's one reason that I decided to change my major to public relations, because Mm -hmm. all of the aspects that I was doing was like working really closely with like with artist teams, but also working really closely with the marketing teams. And that was like really fun for me. And I never thought that I would love it. And because of that, that kind of set me down the path that I've been on and Again, using this time to just apply because, like, now is pretty much the time to figure out, like, figure out who you are, figure out what you like. Because then once you're done with school, again, people expect you to have all of your stuff figured out. And you have four years, maybe five years, maybe six years, however many years you're in school. Use it to figure out what it is that you want to do when you're out. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And that segues us perfectly into like, you know, that was our advice kind of for undergrads and people that are still moving into. But like, I think now let's let's transition. I want to talk specifically to the second semester seniors. First of all, how you doing? It's (laughs) how are you? Get some sleep. First of all, have you been drinking enough water? Have you been getting enough sleep? I sure hope so, because I have not. But so yeah, I think it's just, it's a tough time. And, you know, I can't imagine like the, the the things that I'm going through are probably the things that other people are going through. So I think, let me give some perspective on on where I'm at and then where Joanna's at. And we'll talk about where we're going to go from here um, and, and hopefully help you guys out in the process. So I am, like I said, I'm living in Pittsburgh right now. We're filming this in February. My decision will be made actually by the time we put out this up. So that's terrifying. Sorry. Anyway, (laughs) well, yeah, once I tell you the situation, maybe you'll be as terrified as I am. But so I am obviously in the music industry, but right now just virtually, and I would love to do it in person, obviously. So, and my ultimate goal is law school for entertainment law, specifically like music law. So you know, intellectual property and things like that. So I have a decision to make at this point. Last year, this time last year, I was gearing up to take this time last year as in February, but also in May, actually, because I took the LSAT twice. So I took the LSAT, like I said, and then I was putting together my applications all throughout the summer. And the first, the first month that the applications opened, I was firing off applications to actually I only applied to two schools. So, and I got into both. So now I have a decision to make. Yes, I know. So I got into New York Law School in New York and Southwestern in Los Angeles. So my decision is make, making, trying to figure out whether I want to go to New York City or Los Angeles. 
this and it's I we could sit here for hours my therapist has to sit there for 50 minutes and listen to me (laughs) try and figure it out but you know and there's a lot of little details that go into it and I'm I'm trying to make it just about the city and the school. And, but of course, you know, things like financial factors come into it and, you know, the people that you already know in these cities and, and things like that. It, the, but it's ultimately, it's one, it's, I can't even say it's one of, it's probably the hardest decision that I've ever had to make in my life. So, you know, if you're kind of out there and trying to figure out, you know, if, graduate school is right for you if if you want to do law school if you're in a city where you know like me where it's kind of remote in in terms of music and you're not sure like you want to move to New York or LA but you're not sure which one text not text me I'm sorry like LinkedIn message me or email me or something and you know because I'd love to talk about it because at this point when you're hearing this, I will have my decision made and I will know the process that it took to get there. But right now it's a lot of, it's a lot of tiny little factors. I have an actual pros and cons list that I keep adding to every single day. It feels like, you know, I'm from Pittsburgh and it's always cold here. Like we get three or four months of good weather and that's it. Like cut from there. It was 70 degrees the other day and I was crying of happiness, but <laughs> and now it's back to 35. So we're, you know, it is what it is, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, so like at the top of my list for LA is like, it's warm and sunny. I wouldn't have to freeze my butt off every single time I go outside. And the, the toll that that takes, I mean, at least for me on my mood is insane. You know, like the difference between 35 degree Jade's mood versus 70 degree Jade's mood is in, in incredibly different you know it just changes the whole scene for me at least you know versus new york it's like you got that hustle and bustle thing going like you you know you want to go get a pizza at 3 a.m go get a pizza at 3 a.m but at the same time it's like you're all stacked on top of each other and their rent is super high and trust me actually when i say this if you're looking for apartments in new york versus la la is slightly cheaper it's just slightly but it is slightly cheaper now that's only if you're looking to live in actually manhattan of course you can go over to brooklyn and then prices are probably about the same as they are in la but if you're looking to live on manhattan versus living in la i can tell you that la is is cheaper and you get more bang for your buck like you can actually have your own bathroom or your own room and stuff like that which is wow which is a big deal whenever you're thinking about it. Like when, you know, that you don't think that like these having your own room or having your own bathroom is like a big deal, but it definitely is. And I've, I've learned that it definitely is a big deal to have your own bedroom and your own bathroom and just have that kind of like place to de-stress and not have to, you know, have to deal with anybody else in the room with you. So yeah, keep that in mind if you're looking at like if you're in the similar situation as me, that is one thing that I would tell you if you emailed or LinkedIn messaged me is that rent is slightly cheaper, just slightly though. And then of course you have to look at the schools, of course. Like, you know, you you have to compare and contrast the schools. And I think that both of those are great great wonderful schools and they both have their pros and they both have some cons i know for me a con at least for the state of california in general is that it has no reciprocity with any other states so if i were to take the bar which by the way is also the hardest bar exam in the country i would have to 
retake the bar if I decided to move to a different state or if I wanted to practice somewhere like New York City eventually or even like Pennsylvania if I wanted to come back or something like these are other states that I would have to have I would have to take it again and as we all know the bar is probably not very fun (laughs) I can assume I can assume it's not yeah I, I can't imagine it's very fun and with California having the hardest bar exam that's definitely something to take into consideration is that their pass rate is like the lowest out of every single state so Again, like these are just things that you have to consider, you know, and if you're considering grad school in general, it just again, it's going to depend on the it's going to depend on what you want to do. Like for me specifically, I know that I want to do entertainment law. And so I know that I have to go to law school and I have to pass the bar. But if there's something that you want to do in the music industry that doesn't really require a degree, you you really have to analyze, like, is this degree going to am I going to be able to pay this back like tenfold once I come out of it? You know what I mean? So I think that's another decision decision factor when you're thinking about, you know, should I or shouldn't I go to grad school is really, is it going to pay off for me in the long run? And most of the time I have found that, you know, besides law in, in music, there's not many other parts of the music industry that you need a higher degree for, like that you need to go to grad school for. But of course, again, it's another experience, like I said, to be a student and to network and to learn and to use that asset that you have, which is being a student. So yeah, there's a lot of lot of factors to consider whenever you're thinking about grad school. I know my experience is specific to law school, but that's my take on grad school. But Joanna has a totally different path that she's going to talk to you guys about. She's actually just going to head straight into the music industry workforce. So Joanna, you want to give everybody just a little bit of insight into your process right now? Yeah. Well, I wanted to say one thing also that relates to whether you're looking at law school grad school, you're at a place like me where you're thinking about what full-time job you want to have. You're obviously debating between two of the biggest hotspots within the industry, whether you're going into entertainment or whether you're going into like music, like that whole realm, New York and LA. If you ask anybody, those are, those are the spots to go. Right. But one of the biggest factors that you have to think about, like you mentioned how the weather affects your mood and how like, obviously like that might make LA like a big contender for you but then you look at everything else and you're like well like maybe I need to go to New York like I don't know thinking about like what place suits you the best is such an important thing because you'd never want to take on a job or take on like going to a school and you end up hating it and I know that you came you came to LA and you visited right and when you were there do you think that that kind of affected like where you are now and like figuring out the pros and the cons? I definitely do. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was really beneficial. I walked around multiple schools, you know, like me and my sister, it was a, it was a sister trip in a way. I was like, you want to go to LA? And she was like, yeah. So, so we, so, and I always wanted to go to LA, like since I was, I mean, obviously you go back and watch our first episode, but like, since I was 13, I knew I wanted to be in the music industry. So we won't dive too deep into that, but I always said LA was the place, you know? So I was extremely excited to go there. Of course, there were a couple of things that like caught me off guard. You know what I mean? Like, for example, you know, I had in my head, which was stupid now looking back on it, but I had in my head that I'd be able to like, that we'd be able to walk places like certain not everywhere but certain yeah. places we found out quick that that is not the case yeah, <laughs> i feel like not... everything on the east coast is so much more walkable 
Yes. And everything's a little bit more condensed. LA, yes. if you ask anybody, I've gone to LA, like just visiting, but yeah. walking around, even just walking down like Hollywood Boulevard, it takes you like 20 minutes to get yeah. from one place to another. And I mean, it's fine. It's definitely doable. But if you're like on a time crunch or, you know, you're not like looking to go on like a leisurely like hour walk, yeah. not realistic to really do that. Yeah, well, and it, it was just like, yeah, it was so it was so surprising to me, you know what I mean? Because I, I mean, not I mean, I live in the city in at my school, like at my university right now. So it's like everywhere that I want to go is within walking distance, like, like, mm-hmm. it's maybe 20 minutes, but I feel like in LA, it was like 20 minutes down the same road, and you didn't even get to your destination yet. So it, it like <laughs> that kind of like took me for threw me for a loop, you know, that you that you have to drive literally everywhere pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing that I I never took into consideration is just like how hot it is like I always yeah. knew I was like yeah it's warm but like I and maybe we were there during a heat wave or something but I was like it's like 100 degrees outside like do I really even want to walk outside like right now and get burned to a crisp like yeah. you know so it's it was there's was just like a lot of different things that I didn't consider but walking around these schools like I walked around UCLA which was gorgeous oh my gosh and then like Pepperdine I even walked around and I was like singing the Zoe 101 theme song in my head yes, obviously. <laughs> so that was kind of cool but because these were places that I was also considering and and then we walked around Southwestern a little bit but Southwestern did have a perk to it that I did not know before was they have like resident housing. So I found that to be super interesting because I was like, wait, you're telling me that I don't need to like lug all my furniture across the country. Like I could just use y'all's furniture and it'd be cheaper like (laughs) to live there than to live uh, like in a rented apartment by like an actual landlord. So they, they were just like, there were a lot of pros and cons that I hadn't thought about before, but I think there were there were just like so many pros from from visiting that the cons kind of like got outweighed honestly yeah and I think that that's a really good tip to anybody if you're thinking about like where do I want to live whether it's for a job or for a school is like obviously it's a whole thing planning a trip but I feel like once you're there it's so much easier to see like can I envision myself working here or can I envision myself like living here for school like whatever it is like you're going to be spending like a huge amount of your life there I think it's so important and I'm at a place right now where I'm like looking into jobs and I am kind of struggling with that aspect of it because I like financially wise like you said like it's such it's such an important thing to think about financials and to think about what's realistic because I also like forever I've always wanted to live in LA even before I made the switch to like being into this industry I always wanted to be there I just knew like I mean it's obviously super glamorized like if you're a Disney kid oh 100% like it's so glamorized and I think it's very good to be aware of that because when you go there's gonna be parts where you're like "Mm, I don't like this at all yeah like I didn't realize that there like there's even such like a like and it's terrible and it's like so so tragic but like I didn't understand that there was such like a big homeless population even there too like yeah I didn't know like these things because again it is so glamorized like you said in movies and tv shows everybody's like oh LA Hollywood you know what I mean but it's like you look around sometimes and you're like wow this is like not as glamorous as people say it is yeah I think it's so great to 
you know, to take all of that into account and realize that there's going to be the pros and the cons no matter where you're living. But also, like, it's expensive. Like, you were saying, like, New York is, like, slightly more expensive. Like, that could honestly be, a de- like, a huge defining factor of, like, where you yeah. end up going. And, like, for me, I've been to L.A. a bunch of times because I live in Northern California. Uh, so we're still in the same state, but it's a six-hour drive. Five-hour, depending on if there's traffic. It really it really depends. And so, you know, it's, like, semi-easy to get down there, but it's still a move. It's still essentially, yeah. like... Like, even though it's in the same state, it's still super far away. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been there a lot. I've been lucky enough to been like to visit LA and I really love it. But then who's to say that I get a job in LA? What if I ended up getting a job in New York and I've never been to New York? And that freaks me out thinking about going cross country. And it's harder to think about, like, how am I going to get there? How am I going to like, I can't even imagine thinking about like moving all of your stuff all the way across the country like thought about it (laughs) and even thinking about like I've thought about is it best for me to even you know take time to you know focus on spend the focus on saving money like yeah figuring out like the logistic factors of like okay like making sure that when I get there I'm not gonna be broke and that I'm gonna have like everything figured out and granted like I said nobody ever has everything figured out but there's just so many factors that come into like making these deciding factors that it's so stressful and it's almost easier sometimes like I I'm so guilty of this like I will just push it off and I will just like no I'm not gonna think about it I'm not gonna think about it because it's stressful but it's so important to think about and to think about like what is it that you want to do and like it's kind of it's it's so hard that the as a college student, when you're in your last semester, like you have that to think about, like essentially planning out the next chapter of your life. We were talking about this before yeah. we started recording. And I was like, oh, you're, I was telling Jade, I was like, you're figuring out like the next chapter of your life. And she was like, that's scary. Don't talk about that. Like, that's essentially <laughs> what we're doing. And it's yeah. so hard because it's like, we still have our jobs, our internships to worry about. We yeah. still have school to worry about while thinking about where am I going to live next year? Where am I going to work next year? Like, how do you even set aside time to apply to a job and to get yeah. references and oh, yeah. to your cover letters and update your resume yep. while doing everything else that you normally would do mm-hmm. on like on a week or on a month? And it's hard. It's really yeah. hard. And it always, like, lingers in the back of your mind, too, because it's, like, on top of all the things, like, me and Joanna are extremely busy, you know what I mean? Like, I'm working two jobs, like, 30-plus hours a week most of the time, and then my schoolwork, like, my full-time load as a student, and then doing jaded stuff as well. It's, like, it's kind of, like, crazy to even think about the fact that you don't even have time to think about your next chapter because you're just trying to get through this, but then all of a sudden that graduation day is going to hit and then everything's going to be done. And then all you'll have to think about is, is that next chapter, you know what I mean? But, but you hadn't had time to think about it before. So it's just like, it's a, it's a whirlwind of like emotions that, that we're going through. And I can only imagine, you know, what other people are feeling like the same exact things. So it's crazy. And actually, and I didn't even realize that when you said that, you know, six hours away is, is what LA is from you. That's the same distance that like New York city is from me. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, thinking about it, just like conceptually sitting here and thinking about it and being like, yes, six hours, you know, that's, it's not that far, but 
but it is like, it totally is. And especially for people like you and I, like I have lived outside of my house. Like I've had an apartment for two years now, you know, but still like not being able to just, you have to like plan out going home. Like that's another big thing, you know, like I think, I mean, if you're depending on whether or not people are close to their family or not, I think that's something else that you definitely have to think about. Like that's always at the forefront of my mind as well is like, you know, being so far away for the first time, like Mm -hmm. I'm at an apartment, but I'm still only 20 or 30 minutes away from my house. If I want to go back, like, yeah. Whereas I'd have to actually plan out a trip and pay for a flight to go home (laughs) in any case, you know, which has never happened before. And I'm sure for a lot of college students, you know, I mean, some people do go far away and wow, kudos for leaving your house at 18. I don't think I could have done that, but like, you know, leaving your city at 18, but you know, like for a lot of people, this is probably going to be the first time that they venture further than an hour away from home. So you know, that's also something to definitely consider if you're thinking about like making a move like that to to a graduate school or law school or trying to get a job in one of these big, big music industry cities. Yeah, that's something I was thinking about too earlier when you were talking about the pros and the cons is like, it really depends also about like how family oriented you are. And like, there, you know, there's going to be people who are way more comfortable, like, and want to like, have that distance from their family. And then there's people who are like, well, I, I want to get this job or I want to go to a great school, but I also value being close to my family. And so it's like a really hard thing of like figuring out like what exactly is going to work for you and, you know, how far do you want to go? What's realistic? But also I wanted to say too, that there's when I was saying, like, I'm thinking about like potentially just like, you know, staying home and like saving money so that I'm able to leave. I think that that's also really like, I think that's a really great option that a lot of people don't talk about too is that it's it is so expensive to do this and I don't think that anybody should be expected like obviously we're talking about like moving and like you know all the factors that go into it but there's also no rush and I think that there it feels like there is a rush because again everybody expects you to be you know ready to work and ready to leave and go off after you finish college or whatever but I think everybody's going to have a different path and everybody's going to have like different accessibility to do that. And I think that it's totally valid and totally Mm -hmm. okay to stay and to save money because it can be, it can be really stressful and oh yeah, you don't want to put that extra pressure on yourself because at the end of the day, like if you have, if you have the luxury of being able to stay home and being able to save money and prepare yourself for that next chapter, take it, do it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I mean, I say that and sometimes I still feel pressure and I feel like, oh my God, I just want to be where everything's happening. I want to move and I want to do that. (laughs) And you know, there's still so much time. Like I'm 22. By the time this comes out, I'll be 23. Slay. Like Jade is 21. Like it's like 22 by the time this comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it feels like there's such a rush and there's not. And I think take it take it really as you go because that can also like that added pressure of feeling like you need to have it figured out and you need to go where it's happening you need to move like that also adds on to you know the anxiety and the pressure while you're still dealing with graduation and you're still dealing with school like and why does it Oh, this is my beep. But anyway, <laughs> I was just going to say, why does cap and gown cost $75 for a uh, 
a piece of material and a cardboard hat. But anyway, that's not my point. I mean, the, Joanna said dealing with graduation and that just triggered me because I yeah. just picked my Catholic gown and it's just crazy. But no, yeah. we that brought something up in my head when you were talking about financially. It's so hard to swing these moves financially, guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I have been crunching the numbers since December at least you know what I mean and like way before that to be completely honest but like I've been actually realistically crunching numbers with with all of my savings and and things like that and and I can tell you it's not an easy thing and even I think I think I don't know if she said it in our episode, but our guest back in February, Christina London, when I was on the phone with her talking the for the first time we ever talked, like talking about me moving to LA because she had just done that from, from the East Coast, I believe. She moved from the East Coast to LA. And uh, she said, my biggest piece of advice is have $10,000 saved for a move like yeah. that. And uh, so, yeah, definitely taking her advice up, up on that and like, you know, been trying to do that and stuff like that. So I'd say to back up Johanna's point, yeah, if you can stay home and if you can, if you have the luxury of stay, stay, staying home and like saving up and if you work right now, like saving half of your paycheck or all of your paycheck, that's an incredible, incredible leg up that that is going to pay off for you in the future if you're able to do that. So, you know, save as much money as possible right now, I'd say, <laughs> if you're going to, yeah. if you're planning on making a move like that. Yeah, that's something I was thinking about that too. I don't remember if she said it in the episode because I know we sidebarred after too. So I don't know if she said it in the episode, but regardless, yes, ever since we talked to her about that, that has been at like the forefront of my mind is like saving up at least 10,000. And I've said that to some people, like some of my family members who are like adults, like 10 years older than me. And I told them that that's my goal. And they're like, that's not even that much. I'm like, as a college student, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot as a college student, 100%. Yeah, like, depending yeah. on what you're doing and how much your your salary is in, or yeah. like, I say salary, quote unquote, bro, your wage, your hourly wage. Because yeah, I was we going are to say, it, de- Nobody's it depends salary. on, <laughs> yeah, it depends on like where you live too, because everyone has different minimum wages. Everybody's like, like their ability to save up $10,000 is going to be such different paces. Like when I was mm-hmm. a server and it was not a fun job, but when I was a server, I was probably making the most amount of money monthly that I ever was. And it's because you get tips. It's because yes. of like all of like all of these different factors that come into it. And I quit that job because I was able to get my job that I have now as the Grammy U rep. And yeah. this job is so rewarding and so amazing, but it pays significantly less. Mm -hmm. And if I wanted to get a server job again, then I would be, you know, putting my own personal free time at risk, like my own, you know, moments where I can like, you know, decompress. And so as a college student, you need. (laughs) And so it is kind of hard because it's like, you know, like, you want to save up all this money. But as a college student, who's trying to get in the industry, who has an internship, or who's doing freelancing, like whatever it is that you're doing, it's hard to make time to be making up, you know, this amount of money. And so that's why I'm saying like, for me personally, with my own experiences, like it is harder to save up that amount of money, when my paychecks are not as much as I would want them to be. Granted, I love my job. But it's just, you know, that that is what it is. That's kind of my situation. There are other people too, who they maybe that you already live like 
you already live on your own and you're paying for your rent and you're paying for your bills while also going to school. There's so many different situations that are out there that somebody listening could be like experiencing right now. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard. It is. It's definitely not easy. It's it's not an easy like step financially to take. But yeah, like so I think at that point my best advice would be like, you know, if you want if you really want to be in this industry and it's brutal honesty time, if you really want to be in this industry, you're these these little these little factors about being in college you know that everybody else gets to experience you might not be able to experience them as much as everybody else does if you are a savvy planner and you are able to do so and you know you can you have the privilege of saving up your money and living at home or something like that then then more power to you and that's amazing and you probably won't have to give up your social life and stuff but there have been times where i have you know picked up a shift instead of gone out to to hang out with people you know what i mean and so that's just but that's just the price that you have to pay if you're really passionate like this is a passion industry like it's not it's not an industry where you just walk in get a job clock in nine to five like you're doing you're putting in if you're doing it right you're putting in the work like 24 7 pretty much you know what i mean and And the next step yeah, it's also not a job that you take on if you think you're going to be making a bunch of money. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> because like I said, like the job that I have now, I love it, but it's not paying as much as if I was in another industry, which I am happy to take that, you know, like that pay cut because I love what I'm doing. Like I could be a server right now still and I would be balling, but I would not yes. be doing like the things that I love and be experiencing these amazing things that I'm able to do but it's like there's always going to be a price to pay Mm -hmm. and I agree like even now like I feel like my I I just had a revelation recently when I was telling one of my friends about it and we both were kind of experiencing the same thing where I feel like my life revolves around school work and I personally love going to concerts so that's like my way I decompress like my life revolves around those three things is like work school and going to concerts and I feel like I am sometimes I feel like I'm self-sabotaging myself because I'm not experiencing things that college students do like going out to clubs and like doing stuff like that and it's like I wish that I could be doing that but then sometimes I just don't have like the energy because I'm so tired from school and from work and you know I will make obviously like I'll make plans to do stuff with friends like I'm not antisocial but at the same time it's like even just going out to get dinner sometimes it's hard to like schedule that out and money too like there's so many different factors that come into it yeah and so that plays into the whole mental health factor too is like if you if your form of, you know, decompressing is going out to bars and like hanging out with your friends, then do that. But if your form of decompressing is also staying in, then do that. There's going to be pros and cons to both because you might feel like, oh, I'm so happy I'm staying in. I get to sleep more, but you also feel like I'm missing out on hanging out with friends or I'm missing out on this and that. But then if you're going out, you're like, I'm spending too much money. I'm tired more. Like there's always (laughs) As a college student, it's always such a yeah. it's such a coin toss with these things. Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah, it is. I was going to say, as a college student that does more of the latter than the former, I am always tired. And actually, the one night, my, a couple of nights ago, my friend was like, "You know, do you want to go out?" I was asleep when she texted me that, and <laughs> I woke up and I was like, "Dang, my bad!" Like, it's just yeah. like, it's so 
so tired. Yeah. You are so tired at the end of the day. I'm like, dang, all I want to do is sleep. Like going out does not even sound fun right now. I'm so tired. Like, yeah. And you can just you can just feel it in your body. Like you're just so tired, honestly. Like even right now, after we record this, I'm probably gonna take a nap. Like I'm just as you like, should. As you should. I'm but constant exhaustion. Like, but see, like it's the opposite for me. Like tonight I have like a friend's birthday party and I'm going yeah. to do that. But like that's not always that's not always my jam. Like a lot of the time I like, like a lot of time I like being a homebody, even though I do love being social, but sometimes being a homebody is nice because for me personally, like it allows me to shut my brain off a little bit and to not have to be worrying about stuff. But again, that experience is going to be different for everybody. And I think none is, there's not one that's better than the other. I think that it's definitely going to be depending on what it is that you need for your body, because this whole top, this whole episode is like talking about the realities of being in this situation and mental health yeah. and, stuff. and like the way that you deal with your mental health is going to be different than the way the next person does. And of course. it's a whole, it's a whole journey that you have to figure out and like figuring out the balance of it all. Because I know like last year I was like, I had jaded and like I had other work stuff, but I wasn't nearly as busy as I am now going into like, graduation season and so last year I had more time I had more of an ability to go out with friends and like you know make these plans and I just haven't had that because of like the place that I am at in my life and you know it's fine everything's gonna go in waves yeah and I think that is a perfect way to end it is that like you know, everything's in waves, take your time. You know, if you're in, if you're in the first couple of years of college, enjoy it. Like, you know, as old as that makes me sound, enjoy it. And things change so fast. Yeah. Cause things change in an instant and soon you're going to be graduated. So enjoy it. And, you know, if you're in the later years of college, definitely, I think work on finding the balance, like pull rein yourself back in and get some control and find find a middle ground it doesn't have to be i'm gonna study till i fall asleep on this desk but you know it's sometimes <laughs> you find, find your middle ground yeah find your middle ground and especially if you want to be in the music industry you know make these tough sacrifices now so that later things you you're setting it up you're setting yourself up later for success and i'm not saying it's going to be easier but i'm saying that it'll definitely help you to start setting up your life now because it's a it's a passion industry so it's less about your skills and more about what you want your life to look like and how much you can show that to other people and how well you can network and also they're not just handing out jobs like other industries are. <laughs> yeah. you know you can't just walk up and apply to something with absolutely with absolutely nothing you know like I mean unless again unless you know somebody or you've shown somebody your passion but you know most of the time you're gonna get rejected a lot so you know use that advantage as a student and apply early apply often and take even take like if you can afford it take the unpaid gigs they lead to paid gigs like 100% you know as, as crappy as it is sometimes take the unpaid gig if you can yeah, I was going to say my first paid gig, I didn't start getting paid. Well, obviously, like freelancing jobs, like those a lot of the time, like if you do shows, like those will be paid. Um, But those are like one off gigs, right? But yeah. my first paid job, like I didn't start getting paid 
until the fall of 2022, which was literally last semester. Before then, I was doing stuff for free while working a part-time job. And I was able to quit that part-time job finally because I started getting jobs that were paying me. But that took a while. That wasn't until like a year and a half of doing free stuff. And especially in this industry, it's really hard to come by something that's paid. Exactly. I mean, at, at your first go round, especially like yeah. at your first go on it, like it's it's probably not going to be paid. So so take the unpaid ones. Don't think you're too good to take the unpaid ones. And yeah, just be open, be honest. And and to my second semester seniors out there, we feel you. <laughs> we feel you and you got it. Push through, push yeah. through. And and don't forget to take time to think about your next chapter because this chapter, whether you like it or not, how, no matter how scary it is to think about, this chapter is closing. And so you get to decide how you open the next one. So, yeah, just if if any of our words today helped, let us know. We are open to connecting on LinkedIn we both have emails, jade at jadaproductions.org and joanna at jadaproductions.org. So if you relate to either one of us or both of us, hit us up. You know, we're always willing to talk um, to talk about things like this, just music industry in general. So yeah, yeah this has been another episode of A Little Jaded. <laughs>